Welcome back to the Planet Positivity Podcast. I'm your host, Motivational Mark. This is episode three. This show is going to be on purpose, finding your purpose. Having a good time right now. It is 3 p.m. on a beautiful Tuesday afternoon. Thank you for joining me once again. And this is the third episode, like I said, and I wanted to go into purpose. I found this very interesting. Only about 25% of people from what I just read um, know their purpose. And so that leaves about 75% of people that really don't know their purpose. And so it's very important to uh, find your purpose or something that you're passionate about, passionate about, you know, in life and a career that goes to helping you find your purpose, if that makes any sense. Okay, so I'll do a, a bunch of quotes. I'd like to start off with a bunch of quotes by great teachers like Dwayne Dyer, Deep, uh, uh, Tony Robbins, Oprah, Oprah, Winf- Oprah Winfrey, and Deepak Ch- Chopra. I'm going on, uh, I'm trying to do, uh, no, I'm going to do 10 podcast shows in 10 days. I just actually made myself a goal uh, yesterday. I'm going to do it no matter how I feel, no matter uh, if I don't have time, I'll make time and I'm going to do it. All right, so uh, let's begin. The great teachers share some tips on how to find your purpose in life. You ever wondered why corporate slogans exist like McDonald's is I'm loving it, Apple's is think different, and Nike's is just do it. It is about meaning. Everything seems empty without meaning. And that is why learning to find your purpose in life is so important. The best way to learn how to find your purpose in life is to learn from the experts, the great teachers who had, who have experienced and achieved what you're looking for. Here you, you'll be learning from the words of the best, including Wayne Dyer, uh, Oprah, Tony Robbins, Eckhart Tolle, and many more. I think I might have said Dwayne Dyer. I get I get him uh I get that confused. It's Wayne Dyer with a W. All right, Wayne Dyer. He says, "Do what you love. Doing what you love is the cornerstone of having abundance in your life. Natural guidance. As an instrument of God, you're ever in the presence of a loving guidance. With this awareness, you will not lose sight of yourself. When you are aware of your connection to the source, you can truly learn how to find your purpose in life." Follow your intuition. I have never known where I am going. I quiet myself, listen, and allow myself to be guided. You will know your purpose, pursue it with vigor, and trust the universe to handle the details. That was Wayne Dyer. Tony Robbins, he says, Real success is doing what you love. Success is doing what you want to do, when you want to, where you want to, with whom you want to, as much as you want to. The power of meaning. It's not what we achieve that fulfills us. It's what we become. No one can live a life that's fulfilled without a sense of meaning. We've been put here for a reason. Follow your instinct. The best way to discover is to trust your instinct and say, what is it? Why am I here? You need to evaluate evaluate what's going on to fulfill you. What's your gift? Are you an artist? Do you have the talent to do what nobody produces as a service or product? Tony Robbins. Oprah, Oprah Winfrey. Success will come if you love what you do first. What I know is, is that if you do work that you love and the work fulfills you, the rest will come. Oprah. Uh, She also said, everyone has a purpose. What I know from experience is that we all are called. Everyone has a calling. Your real job in life is to figure out what that is and about what the business of doing it. 
and get about the business of doing it. It lights you up and it lets you know that you're exactly where you are supposed to be. Look around. You have the power to change someone's life. Look around and see. It may be your skill at listening or your talent for nurturing and mothering. It doesn't have to be something that makes you famous. We are all confused about fame versus service in this country. That was Oprah Winfrey. Next up, Eckhart Tolle. He says, honor the present. Many people spend their lives in a state of almost permanent dissatisfaction. Unfortunately, what matters most is finding their inner purpose. Inner purpose is aligning your life fully with the present moment so that you're no longer out of alignment, which leads to dissatisfaction. Future is now. You cannot enter the state of satisfaction by setting a future goal. You have to enter the state of fulfillment and satisfaction by becoming one with the present moment. If there's a denial of the present moment, which is a denial of life. You're not honoring life and that is how you experience the future because the future is only an extension of now. And he says also, shed what you are not. The first step to finding who you are is to know who you are not. And that begins with people, sometimes with loss or sometimes breakdown, a breakdown or a disaster happens and those people awaken. That was Eckhart Tolle. Next up, Deepak Chopra. Powerful questions. Every, ultimately, everyone's purpose is to serve the evolutionary impulse of the universe. But along the way, you could ask yourself, how could you express your unique, your unique skills or talents? What would you do if you had all the time and all the money in the world? Would you feel joyful doing it? Would it bring about joy to others? Would it improve the quality of life? The answer would be your purpose. That is Deepak. Bob Proctor. A simple practice. Wake up and hour early every morning sit in some place where you're not going to be disturbed and write the answer to this question on a paper if i could spend my life doing something what would i really love doing it may take you many days or a few months to get the answer but to this question to get the answer to this question but the time will be well invested that was bob proctor and Ben Angel says, experiment. Children have twice as many synaptic connections as adults because they take in many configurations before they settle on a particular design and become adults. That's exactly how we uncover our purpose in life, through experimentation, self-exploration, and never-ending pruning. You already know. The problem is we get so hung up in doing one thing for the rest of our lives, and in that process, we box ourselves in and create resistance. You see, subconsciously, you already know what your purpose is. You're just too scared to claim it. Ask yourself, you must ask yourself, why am I not allowed my purpose to reveal itself yet? Why have I not allowed my purpose to reveal itself yet? Ask yourself, what is the story I'd love to unravel in front of me? Pick three key experiences. You must have an individual routine that will make you feel happy and fulfilled. That was Ben Angel. Caroline Miss, listen to your intuition. We have intuition and we have intuitive voice in us. We are born intuitive. We are so intuitive that it's actually for most people the source of their suffering. Because people hear when they betray themselves, it's that voice that says you shouldn't have said that. The soul always knows what to do to heal itself. The challenge is to silence the mind. Quick recap. The experts have shared wonderful advice on to find your purpose in life. The basic theme, as outlined, always follow your intuition, ask reflective questions. If I had all the resources, what would I do? Honor the present, shed all the things that you aren't, let spiritual guidance uncover your life, and you already know your purpose subconsciously. So I found that a good article, especially on these great uh, teachers. And there's a few interesting quotes I'd like to go into as well. Um, he who has a why to live for can bear almost any how. Frederick Nietzsche said that. Believe in your heart 
that you're meant to live a life full of passion, purpose, magic, and miracles. Roy Bennett, um, in, if you have a strong purpose in life, you don't have to be pushed. Your passion will drive you there. Roy Bennett as well. Your purpose in life is to find your purpose and give your whole heart and soul to it. Uh, as a Buddha quote. Nothing is more creative nor destructive than a brilliant mind with a purpose. Dan Brown. There's a lot of, lot of good quotes. And let's see. I'm, I don't know. I, I never read this one, so I'll read it for the first time. A man said to the universe, Sir, I exist. However, replied the universe, the fact has not created in me a sense of obligation. Sir, I exist. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That, that's a tough one. I'd have to sit and think a little more about that one. And, okay, that's. I think that's good enough for the quotes for now. But finding your purpose is super important, very important. It'll help give you like a drive up. It'll help you give you a purpose, a motivation. It'll help push you. Um, Leo Rostin said, the purpose of life is not to be happy, but to matter, to be productive, to be useful, to have it make some difference that you lived it all. What am I living for? What am I dying for? Some are the same question, Margaret Atwood. When faith replaces doubt, when selfless service eliminates selfish striving, the power of God brings to pass his purposes. Thomas Monson. It is not enough to be industrious. So are the ants. What are you industrious about? Henry Thoreau. Your greatest self has been waiting your whole life. Don't make it wait any longer. Steve Maraboli. Make your work to be in keeping with your purpose. Leonardo da Vinci. So there's a lot of great quotes. Those who have failed to work towards the truth have missed the purpose of living. Buddha. So there's a lot of great quotes. Okay, so how do we find our purpose? Now we know how important it is. It's very, very important. And it'll bring a sense of happiness and fulfillment. And there's a article, Success, Four Ways to Find Passion and Purpose in Your Life. So here's four ways. Dig deep. Ask questions instead of creating conclusions. Questions lead to growth and expansion. Conclusions lead to dead ends. Ask yourself, what am I thinking? What else is possible? Would I love this? And simply, why? There was that quote, uh, also, an unexamined life is not worth living. Um, so ask yourself why. Number two, map your future. Create a passion plan comprised of three lists. Companies that pique your interest. Job descriptions that sound like fun and specific functions you would enjoy from job descriptions. And determine where to look, what additional training you might need, which companies to contact, and what people to add to your network. Number three, do the 40-20. Structure your time so that... You work 40 hours, but budget 20 additional hours outside of your job to assemble your passion plan, develop and refine your brand, network and talk to everyone, take bold action like making the calls you've always feared and developing ways to stand out from the crowd. Number four, look at the big picture. Identify patterns and themes in your life. What have they prepared you to do? What do others come to you for advice about? What comes as easily to you? Uh, as breathing but as a struggle for others most importantly make life about always being true to who you are and not who or what family friends teachers and society tell you what you should be only then will you find your passion the more aligned your thoughts and beliefs are to your purpose passions the easier it becomes to make decisions set and achieve goals and keep work sickness from infecting your life yeah it's another thing is to 
listen to your inner voice. Don't listen to what people say you should be doing. Um, it's better to always to listen to that little voice, your heart. Your, you know, um, people, parents, teachers, they'll say you should do this or you should do that. But you should find what you love to do, what you're good at and what you're passionate about and follow that. And that's a, a good way to find your purpose and ultimately happiness. There's another really good article on seven tips for finding your purpose in life. Uh, it says, finding purpose is the key to living your best life. And that's what we're all about here on Planet Positivity. We're all about positivity, living your best life, living a ha life with as much happiness, abundance, success, love, fulfillment, joy as possible. So article says, a combination of a successful career, a loving family, and a strong social network may seem like the recipe for a perfect life. However, even those who can check each of those boxes might feel like something is missing. And that mis missing something is purpose in life. Finding your purpose is more than just a cliche or a dream that will never be fulfilled. It's actually a tool for a better, happier, healthier life that too few people attempt to use. It says only around 25% of American adults cite having a clear sense of purpose about what makes their life me meaningful. That means 75% of people don't have a clear sense of purpose about what makes their life meaningful. So that's a huge number. Only, <laughs> wow, yeah. Why do you need a sense of purpose? Uh, Applied Psychology Journal article uh, and study, a, a study from Applied Psychology found that individuals with high levels of eudaimonic, eudaimonic well-being, which involves having a sense of purpose along with a sense of control and feeling like what you do is worthwhile, tend to live longer. Researchers found that the people with the strongest well-being were 30% less likely to die during the eight and a half year follow-up period. There's also a lot of research that links feelings as if you have a sense of purpose to positive health outcomes, such as fewer strokes, heart, fewer heart attacks, better sleep, lower risk of dementia and disabilities. And that, um, in a 2016 study in the Journal of Research and Personality found that individuals who feel a sense of purpose make more money than individuals who feel as though their, their work lacks meaning. So the good news is you don't have to choose between having wealth and living a mean, meaningful life. You might find purpose. Uh, the more purpose you have, the more money you earn. With all those benefits, it's clear that it's important to find a purpose and to find meaning in your life. But it's not that something that can be determined quickly. Uh, there's a really cool mental exercise to help you find meaning in your life. And this says, uh, to begin the exercise, take out a notebook or a sheet of paper, write down on the left side of, of the page these domains of your life. Intimate relationships, parenting, family, friends slash, slash socializing, education slash personal growth, growth, career, recreation, spirituality slash religion, physical health, helping others. Now that you have the list, next to each item, write a number between one and five that corresponds with uh, how important you personally find each of those in your life. Five is the most important, extremely important. One is not important at all. And then um, just write a question mark if you're not sure. Remember, there's no right or wrong answers. And then now that you've rated each of those uh, in terms of importance, pick the two that are the highest and most important that you've had, uh, that you rated. And for the one or two domains that you picked, pick out 
the most important, write one or two sentences about how you would like to behave in each of those domains. That's important because it's not about how you would like to feel or think. Uh, instead, focus on your behavior or how you would like to act in that d domain. And then you put it all together. So those two domains will help directly direct you to your purpose. And once you've completed the exercise, you take a very important step towards living a more meaningful life. You've determined what areas of life is most important, and you have specified a few actions you could take that move you towards having a more meaningful life. It doesn't take long to complete, and it's highly recommended to helping you find your purpose. And so there's uh, that's a written way of, of finding it. Now, there's seven tips for finding your purpose in life. Uh, one is donate time, money, talent. If there's one habit you could create to help you find your purpose, it would be helping others. Uh, there's a research from Florida State University that found having a strong social network was linked to a happier life. But being the giver in a relationship connected people with the having a purposeful life. Altruistic behaviors could include volunteering for a nonprofit organization, donating money to causes you care about, or simply helping out the people around you on a day-to-day -day basis. Whether you decide to spend two Saturdays a month serving meals in the soup kitchen, or you volunteer to drive your elderly neighbor to the grocery store once a week, doing something kind for others can make you feel as though your life has meaning. Number two of the seven tips to find, uh, finding your purpose in life, listen to feedback. It can be hard to recognize the things you feel passionate about sometimes, so you listen to feedback. Sometimes people tell you, oh, you're really good at that, you have a drive for that, you're passionate about that. Uh, other people give you insight. Uh, you might choose to reach out to people, ask ask what reminds them of you or what you think of them, of when you think of when you enter their mind. Or you might take note when someone pays you a compliment or makes an observation about you. Write these observations down and look for patterns. Whether people think of you as a great entertainer or they say, oh, you have a passion for helping the elderly, hearing others say what what they notice about you might reinforce some of the passions you've already been engaging in. That's a great way um, to find your purpose and help you find your purpose, at least an idea. Number three, surround yourself with positive people. This is so important. Uh, I think it was Tim Ferriss said, what's the most important tip you'd give someone he said surround yourself with good people it's your uh like your mastermind group you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with so surround yourself with positive people if you, you surround yourself with negative people there's a good chance you're going to be negative and have a negative life because what's what i said in the first podcast a negative mind will never ever give you a positive life. Only a positive mind will give you a positive life. And that's the whole basis and foundation of this podcast. And I think in life in general, it's one of the most important, if not the most important. All right, number three, surround yourself with positive people. So don't think about coworkers or family workers that you feel obligated to see. Think about the people you choose to spend time with outside of work and outside of family functions. The people you surround yourself with say something about you. If you're surrounded by people who are taking massive positive change, you might draw from their inspiration. On the other hand, if the people around you are negative who drag you down, you might want to make some changes. It's hard to feel passionate and purposeful when you're surrounded by people who aren't interested in making positive contributions. Number four, start conversations with new people. This is important. Have the courage, develop courage to talk to new people. Talk to everyone. Whenever I travel overseas, I always try and talk to people. And one of the biggest things I learned was just be nice to people and people will open up and blossom like, like beautiful flowers that we are. So start conversations with new people. 
It's easy to browse social media while you're alone on the subway or sitting at a bar waiting for a friend. Resist that urge. Instead, take the time to talk to the people around you. Get off your phone. Put away the social media. Talk to people around you. Enjoy the present moment. Ask them if you're working on any projects or what they like to do for fun. Talk to them about organizations with which they are involved in or if they like to donate to any particular cause. Even striking up conversation with strangers may, may feel awkward at first. Talking to people outside of your immediate social circle can open up your eyes to activities, causes, or career opportunities that you never knew existed. You might even discover new activities to explore, different places to visit, and those activities might be key to helping you find your purpose. Whenever I uh, travel, which is fairly often, I always ask people, you know, the locals, what's a good place to visit? What's the hidden gem? And I find some really good places and places I've never would have found if I wouldn't have asked or if I wouldn't have started conversations with new people. And it's really easy to do. You just find something um, like, what would I do? Oh, so if you're on an airplane, there's someone sitting next to you. you it's so easy to start a conversation. If they're reading a book, you could ask about the book. You could ask about the person, ask where they're going, ask you know, what they're doing, why, why they, what you know anything just people like to talk about themselves and once you get them talking and you smile and you're generally nice and smiling goes a long way as well people it lowers cortisol levels and it just makes you seem like a nicer person it's always good to to smile when you're talking to people and a little bit of eye contact not too much eye contact where you're staring at the person <laughs> that would be really weird you get someone who's staring at you with the big eyes just like all right number five explore your interests is there a topic that you are regularly regularly talking about in a facebook status update or in a tweet are you regularly sharing articles about climate change, refugees, politics, religion, you know, anything? Are there pictures on Instagram? Are you engaged in a particular activity over and over, such as gardening or performing? Consider the conversations you enjoy holding with people the most when you're face-to-face. -face. Do you like talking about history? Do you prefer, sh prefer sharing the latest money savings tip you discovered? The things you like to talk about and the things you enjoy sharing on social media may reveal the things that give you purpose in life. Now, that's a really good one, too. Uh, number six, that's the reason why I'm doing this whole podcast, because I'm really interested in self-help, motivation, positive mental attitude, virtues, all sorts of uh, well-being, amazing stuff to help make me better and make you better and everyone listening better as well. Uh, be the change you wish to see in the world. That Gandhi quote sticks with me. Uh, you better yourself and that's how you better the world. All right, number six, consider injustices that bother you. Many people have their pet causes or passion projects that surround an injustice in the world. Is there anything to you that makes you so deeply unhappy to think about that it bothers you to the core? You could turn that unhappiness energy into productivity and making something positive. Uh, it might be animal welfare, particular civil rights issue, or childhood obesity, obesity organizations. Perhaps the idea of senior citizens spending the holidays alone makes you um, uh, sad or upset, or you think about uh, substance abuse, uh, abusers that need more rehab opportunities. Organizations are out there and they need your help. There's tons out there and they need tons of help. So get out there, do something, figure out what you're uh, interested in, your purpose in life, and even just uh, volunteering in uh, 
will will really help help you a lot. Uh, you don't necessarily have to engage in your purpose full time. You might find your career gives you the ability to afford to help a cause you feel passionate about, or you might find that you are able to donate time as opposed to money to give to a cause that you believe in. Number seven, discover what you love to do. What do you love to do? What do you do that doesn't feel like work? Is it a hobby? Is it, of course, I guess it's a hobby, obviously, huh? But what is it? Is it like a sport? Is it like studying history? Is it helping people? Is it uh, on the other end of the spectrum, simply thinking about what you truly love to do can help you find your purpose as well. Do you absolutely love musical theater? Your skills might be best put to use in a way that brings live performances to children who could benefit from exposure to the arts? Is it analyzing data about something you actually find fun? Any number of groups can find that skill to be an invaluable asset. Consider what types of skills, talents, and passions you bring on the table, then brainstorm how you might turn your passion into something meaningful for you. And uh, the last paragraph of this good article for the seven tips for seven tips for finding your purpose in life finding your purpose isn't something that can be done in a few days weeks or months it could be a lifelong journey some people don't ever find their purpose uh, but it can be done one step at a time if you really want to you also might find that your purposes change over time perhaps you liked working with animals in your your youth but now you want to join forces with the cause which fights uh human trafficking you can definitely have more than one purpose too keep in mind your purpose doesn't necessarily mean you have to change what you're doing already if you give haircuts to people you might decide your purpose in life is to help others feel beautiful so it's kind of related uh, if you work at a as a school custodian you might find that your purpose is creating an environment that helps children learn occasionally you might want to pause what you're doing and reflect on whether you feel like you're, the path you're on is taking you in the direction you want to go if it's not then you could change your course sometimes that road to finding your purpose has a few curves forks and stoplights but you have the power to change where you're going and only you have the power to take yourself there it all relies on you on me if i want to uh change my purpose or course course in life my purpose was helping people become fitter uh helping people uh become happier uh i've worked in uh running races for over eight years and like i was telling my sister the other day every time i go to a race no matter how i feel i might feel the worst i always end up leaving feeling fantastic because the whole day for hours uh, maybe two or three hours i just do this great job great job you got it you got it nice work nice work awesome do that for two hours nonstop, and tell me how you feel you will feel like a million bucks after you finish that and so that's what i love to do and for some reason it's made me a better person by doing that and that's basically my story in, in, a, in a short version of it. I don't know uh, too much more to do, uh, to go on, go over about finding your purpose in life. I think I went over a lot of stuff, how important it is to find your purpose, some quotes to help you find your purpose, some ideas, some reasons why because it's very important you want to feel fulfilled you want to feel like you're doing something in life um there's another article i might as well go over it since we have time on forbes six ways to discover your purpose in life this is another great way too. <clears throat>
Right, Lucy? There's Lucy. She's she's saying hi. What do you think? Yeah? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Lucy's back. I should call it the Lucy and Mark show. <laughs> she likes that. All right. Uh, the, so the Forbes article, which is six ways to discover your life purpose. Number one, create a vision board. So that's a really good idea. Uh, you could do this online with the help of a website, or you could go to the art supply store, buy a big poster board. Success. Okay. Whoa. Okay. She just. <laughs> Lucy. What the. <laughs> what happened, Lucy? I don't know what happened. She jumped up on the table and then like flew back. <laughs> that was pretty wild. All right. <laughs> she. Lucy, you need to make a vision board. Come here. <laughs> Oh, that was so funny. Okay, create a vision board. All right. Create a vision board. You can do it uh, online or with uh, a supply store. Uh, buy yourself a big poster board, scissors and glue. You could have a lot of fun doing it, drawing or finding images and magazines. and you know, Just let your mind go wild. Don't settle too much for an agenda. Just look for pictures, photos, drawings that inspire you. And there's one thing that I, I've learned to listen to uh, when I go on trips, when I want to buy something, if I feel like this, it makes me happier. If I love it, that's like I feel this on the inside and in my heart. Then that that's a good uh, a reason, good reason for me to buy it or go on that trip. So I have to feel excited about it, and that's another kind of hint that you're towards your purpose. Number two, follow your hobbies. That's definitely uh, like I said before. Definitely follow your hobbies. Um, Notice what you post about. Like that's another one. Talked about that earlier. Do your homework. Sounds simple, but uh, when building a career, it's important to do your homework. After all, you're going to be spending a big chunk of your life at your job. Isn't it worth your time to do your research and find something you really love? So reading's a good way to find what you read about. Uh, people who do work. Uh, you can read about people who do work that interests you. Research the companies that most of their value their employees and coach them into finding purpose. Um, check out career guidance books like the 50-year-old classical What Color Is Your Parachute? And number five, be a chatterbox. There you go. I said this before. It's another reason to talk to people. Chatting casually with an acquaintance who was a doctor, he mentioned he was wanted to write a health and wellness book. I said, I'd love to write, but never imagined I can make it as an author. He suggested we write the book together. I wrote the book proposal, and we sold it in a New York publishing house. This is from the article, so that's fascinating. After the book was complete, he found out his editor on the project and him could freelance edit and ghostwrite nonfiction books for a living. There you go. Just by talking to his doctor, all that came to fruition. Number six, treat your life as a daring adventure or nothing at all. I added the nothing at all. All right. There's no substitute for living your life with curiosity. Get out there and see the world. Visit other countries if you can. Ask your friends to have you over to their offices for lunch so that you can look around the place. Discuss with people what you're up to and see their company in action. Observe, inquire, take notes. And definitely really good to travel. Traveling is really uh, an amazing thing that can help you uh, find happiness and your purpose in in one uh, one regard i've traveled to a lot of countries i even have uh there's 11 reasons this is interesting there's 11 reasons why travel makes you a happier person so i'll go over that too i love traveling i have the super travel experience podcast if you ever want to check that out i think i'm almost 40 episodes into that and that's tons of travel self-help and that sort of stuff so let's go to this one 11 reasons why traveling makes you a happier person
Number one, you find your self-confidence by dealing with unexpected situations. Hey, you've never been to a country? It's completely unexpected. The perception you have mentally of what this country or this place or this new city is going to be is going to be different than what it actually is. Uh, there, there comes a time when you must deal with unexpected situations when you're on the road, on the bus, on the subway, on the metro, on the plane, wherever, and uh, you, you're able to to build self-confidence by going through that. Even just learning how to find a metro ticket builds self-confidence. The small little things, like I know from going from Barcelona airport down to downtown, figuring out how to work the metro and get your ticket, how to just inserting the credit card, changing the screen from Spanish to English or whatever language you you you, uh, you speak, you know, is, is a small confidence booster. booster. And Knowing that you can deal with these situations is a big boost to self-confidence and therefore your happiness. Self-confidence and happiness are directly related. Uh, happiness is infectious. When locals are happy, smiling, and friendly, it has an immediate knock-on effect. Um, this one person found people in Cambodia and Laos to be notably friendly and cheerful despite the relative poorness of the co- these countries and the foreman particularly having a very recent tra- traumatic history. Uh, even Kenya was like that too. I didn't, never understood why they were one of the happiest people I've ever met, but some of the poorest people I've ever met as well. And so it's, it's a very uh, fascinating concept. Number three, being awake being away makes you appreciate family and home being away from things we often take for granted family close friends home makes us appreciate them more calling home isn't a chore uh, but something to look forward to no one enjoys listening to your envy inducing travel stories more than your parents so it's the perfect excuse to wax lyrical about whatever place with which you've just fallen in love number four you make new friends if you if you let yourself if you have self-confidence and the courage to talk to new people and this will help you find your purpose that way as well like i was saying in 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 a different sort of way it's much easier to make new friends on the road than it is at home where people are less inclined to chat to strangers on a bus uh, or strike up conversation in a bar when people are away from home there seems to be less boundaries to cross making friends become much easier whether it's a local curious to know where you're from or from uh, fellow travelers keen to have someone with whom to enjoy a beer share a taxi with social interactions make us happier and increasing our social circle means that we're talking more and, and meeting different interesting people, which hopefully means we're learning more too. Number five, you detox from social media. Usually you're on the plane, you can't access your social media. There's a, you know, for the most part, I think some planes are starting to have Wi-Fi, but not not so much. Social media can be used for good and bad. It's good to take a break from social media. It's becoming um, a, an addiction now, and it's healthy for everyone to take a break from the internet every once in a while. Wi-Fi is so prevalent, it's hard to turn off, and you can quite often find yourself tuning out whatever amazing place you're in with your face in your phone. Turn it off. Better yet, find somewhere with no reception, no Wi-Fi, th- that you don't have a choice. It's liberating. allows you to better enjoy here and now, which nicely ties into the following point. Getting some you time. Traveling helps us breathing, uh, gives us breathing space is often, that is often lost in our usual day-to-day existence. 
Having a moment to take advantage of peace and quiet and to simply be allows us to let go of stress and tension and just enjoy being in the moment. A key focus of meditation and a practice you can take home with you. If you're traveling with a partner, there's a chance to spend time with only each other for company, which is a thought that you probably shouldn't fill with dread. <laughs> yeah, you probably shouldn't if you're together. Number seven, education, education, education. You're constantly learning new foods, new way of life, new ways to get the metro, like I was saying, new languages, new customs, new new everything. Uh, learning new skills like cooking Thai food or traveling, uh, uh, learning new language, like I said. Um, it, learning makes our brain more active, which the psychologists have found increases our level of happiness, particularly when learning something we find enjoyable. Number eight, get a vitamin D boost. Get outside, get in the sun, get some vitamin D, quit staying, uh, get you out of the house, you know, Number nine, you're more interesting. This is interesting. So even just when I'm at the grocery store and I'm talking to the lady at the checkout or the guy at the checkout telling them you know, what country I'm going to or where I've been, and they always find it really interesting. And so I, I, I never really thought about that until fairly recent until people were like, oh, wow, that's so cool. And you know, it helps you relate to people too. So um, if you have meet people from other countries and you've been to that country, it gives you something to talk about. Um, you're more interesting. You don't need to be a travel bore to have a few interesting stories to tell. Traveling throws up a lot of bizarre, funny, and sometimes serious situations that relating back to people will make you at least feel interesting. Making someone laugh is an easy way to instantly bump up your self-esteem. So hold on to those embarrassing memories no matter how much they might make you cringe. I don't know if I have an embarrassing memory, not that I could think of, uh, from traveling at least uh no okay number 10 <laughs> i'm trying to think there's interesting stories definitely i talked to a guy in hong kong who was part of uh the protesters and he was telling me uh a lot of why they're protesting and stuff this was back in august and so i found that pretty interesting and not long, like a week after I left Hong Kong, they closed the airport because of all the protesters. So I was lucky to get out of there. And just, you know, sometimes you'll find yourself in places where there's um, natural disasters going on. Like right now, there's just had an earthquake just off the coast of Jamaica and Cuba. And you might find yourself in sticky situations, but it makes you more interesting. And they're great experiences and great learning experiences. Number 10, new experiences give us moments to remember. Definitely great moments to remember. Recalling memories of happiness can sustain a feeling of contentment long after the moment has passed. And new experiences are, are memories that can stick with you forever. And number 11 of the 11 reasons why travel makes you a happier person, the effects of traveling aren't just short-term, they're long-term. Traveling can make you a much more contented, happy, and relaxed person in the long run, too. Of course, most travel enthusiasts are constantly planning their next trip, but when you're at home or past the point of being able to jet off whenever we like, past travels leave us with the memories and personal skills such as confidence, broad-mindedness, friends, and a more wide-worldly perspective that make people happy. And that's why travel makes you a happier person. There's a quote that says, a saying that says if you don't travel, you're only reading the first page of your book. And you definitely want to travel, explore new places, go see the world. Every time I travel, I am amazed, amazed at how big the world really is. And so, yeah, that's it. I don't think 
I think that's it for today. I'm going on 40 minutes and I'm pretty happy about that. This is, uh, I'm going on, I'm going to do 10 podcasts in 10 days. That's my goal. This is number two in action, episode number three total. Thank you for listening to the Planet Positivity Podcast. Go out there in the world and live a positive life. Read as much as you can on positivity and you know positive mindset and find your purpose. That was the main point of this podcast was to find your purpose. Thank you for listening. Have a great day, wonderful day. Take care, live your best, be your best. And that's it. Thank you.